Talking Sex Live is recorded in front of a live audience. This show is for mature listeners only. Hello, you're Talking Sex Live with Chet and Diane. I'm Diane. And I am Chet, and we are unlicensed sex therapists. We are just a couple who's had a whole lot of sex, and we are going to share our knowledge with the world. Mm -hmm. We are streaming right now live to Twitch and Caffeine. We are also recording for YouTube and podcasts, which you might be listening to right now. So, we are joined by our wonderful producer and our good friend, Wells. How are you doing tonight, Wells? I'm very well, thank you for asking. How are you, right. We are great. Uh, we Wonderful. Uh, we also want to introduce a longtime friend that I uh, met back at uh, when I briefly was at UCLA in the dorms. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Our uh, gay dating expert, Richard or Dick Colby. How are you doing tonight, Dick? I'm doing. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Good <laughs> so, life. Yeah. So you're still in the dorms right now. What is going on? Well, I, I haven't lived in the dorms for 20 years. I've, I've gone back. Uh, I've gone back because since I'm a dating expert, gay dating mm-hmm. expert, I figured that I should um, I should go and study the dating life of college students. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, totally. Right. You... And, yeah. And so oh, yeah. they go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Are, are, you, are you back in Hendrix right now? Hendrick? Yeah, I'm Hedrick in Hedrick Hall? Hall at the moment. Wow, yeah, man, figured... that brings me way back. It looks a little different, but yeah. It it does. My roommate, Jason, he gets the bunk because I'm... <laughs> wait, wait. Get the floor. I'm you're, you're, you actually got in on like a... You're not going to school there, but you just happened to get like your... Well, they uh, your... don't have a degree in, in gay dating, so... <laughs> okay, okay, so... Not yet. Do my research, I just figured I should live amongst the people. Okay, mm. so but how are you how are you living on, on campus right now without actually taking any... Are you taking classes or...? I'm taking social dance. Okay, all just right. Just something to like, you know, make me matriculated, and and that's it. But since I already have my degree from mm-hmm. UCLA, you know, I'm just there for a little bit, and they'll take my money to get in the dorm. They don't all care. Right, right on. Uh, you were saying something there, Wells? Oh, I just said uh, they don't have that degree yet. Yeah, well, you mm. could make it. I mean, uh, there's I know there's colleges, liberal art colleges around the country, like there's Evergreen College in Washington State where you can make up your own degree. Oh. Yeah, mm. and so just you make up a plan and you write up your whole curriculum and then you just fulfill it. And I don't know where the degree is good for. Uh, I was thinking about something like that before I left college. Uh, it's funny, Dick, because when we were going to school together, that was more of my exploration phase. I, I met, uh, I was having sex with this older woman uh, who gave me, like, bestowed upon me all my sexual knowledge. And that's kind of around the time when I was chatting with you. I kind of kept it a little discreet, kept it to myself, and then was just you know, meeting people at UCLA and just experimenting with stuff. And uh, I don't know how discreet it, I mean, like, I think people knew. Oh, really? Because you, ha- you had a swagger that oh, other yeah. guys in the dorm didn't have. Mm-hmm. Like when everyone was fawning all over the, the young girls in the, I wasn't, but you, you know, the other people <laughs> were fawning yeah, over yeah. the young girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you didn't, but it wasn't because anyone suspected that you were gay like me. They just... Oh. 
they just knew something else was satisfying you. Yeah. No, I was like, I, I didn't need to try to like mac on all these girls who were, you know, when I was 18, they were also 18. I just had this, it gave me a lot of confidence actually. Where I'm, I'm trying to remember, I thought you were out in college. Is that correct or no? Uh, like to a few people, like to you at the very uh -huh. end. Okay. I, I was, but college was kind of a stunted experience experience for me mm -hmm. like I had a chance to learn a lot about the dating scene and because I didn't uh that's how I kind of got obsessed with with like I just got obsessed with dating in general uh -huh. I just dated and dated and dated and dated and, <laughs> and became and dated. an expert out of it wow yeah that's great and, because we don't have a whole lot of uh gay representation here on the show we have Peter who's polyamorous and I'm sure he's had his uh, fling with other men and whatnot, mm -hmm. but uh, not just exclusively just uh, an expert only dating other men. Uh, Wells, he said he had some stats on that. Is that correct? Yeah, it's interesting. America, at least how they've self-proclaimed now is gayer than ever. Oh, wow. Um, Good for us. Because in the last 10 years, the number of Americans who identify as LGBTQ has doubled. It's now 7.1% percent um interestingly enough that's been driven way up by gen z that identifies as lgbtq by 21 percent wow. uh, millennials are at 10.9 percent and of course our parents generation not nearly as gay no, i think they're just all closeted more yeah they're just yeah. don't want to come mm. out and admit it yet so i feel like uh just personally, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Dick, but just throughout history, I, I, I want to say just from just from my hunch is that there's been the same amount of oh, like homosexual people as straight people as there always is and will be. It's just how acceptable is it or how how uh, in society, how do people feel like it's OK to come out and talk about it and, and just be who they who they want to be? I think by and large that's a true statement but mm -hmm. there's there's evidence to suggest that periods of high stress uh will actually produce more gay children i believe there were more gay children born from the boomer generation because they lived through world war ii oh really um, yeah see i heard that with uh women who have uh sons like as the second or third or fourth child the the younger uh, son there's there's some chemical that is produced in the womb that is there's less of it to make the the male um, I don't know, just feel gay or feel like transgender I don't know it's, yeah, and like yeah it, it, I don't know have you heard about that or am yeah. I just pulling shit yeah, out of my the, ass the more the more male children uh, a woman gives birth to the mm -hmm. higher the likelihood that the next one will be gay mm -hmm. and the theory is that uh there's a chemical in the womb that being gay is actually a chemical process mm -hmm. there's a chemical in the womb that uh for lack of a better word will say feminizes the 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 zygote mm -hmm. or the fetus or whatever mm -hmm. it is that mm -hmm. it sees maleness as kind of like a thing to be attacked mm -hmm. and so as you make more men your body produces more defenses against male children mm -hmm. huh interesting Wow. Well, uh, yeah, it is fascinating. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it is. What about bisexual people? Yeah, I guess like it's all. Myself, though. Yeah. How would that work? I think well, that's on the spectrum. 
Yeah, um, you're, on, you're not, not not the autism spectrum, but like the sexual spectrum. The sexuality like, spectrum. Yeah, where yeah. you feel like you fit in on that. So it's kind of yeah. like yeah, like if if we're all three of us escaping yeah. from prison, Chet got over the fence, you got caught on the fence, and I didn't make it. <laughs> nice. yeah, I've been on the fence a while. Yes, she she always tells me that. Uh, so. We wanted to chat real quick before we get into our first segment here about our trip that we took last weekend. It mm -hmm. was my birthday, and we went to Carpinteria in Santa Barbara. Uh, we went to some hot springs mm -hmm. up in the mountains of Santa Barbara. We hiked up there. It's about a one-and-a-half, two-mile hike, and up on top, there's some amazing hot springs where the water is like silky i don't know it's it's it smells like ass it smells mm -hmm. like sulfur it's really bad but there's a lot of naked people so diane and i just decided to take off our clothes and join everybody mm -hmm. so it was it was chill it was kind of free love it was uh there's about seven pools of hot springs where they pumped in this hot water and yeah, it was very relaxing i found my zen spot and had a lot of fun and the naked people were on the top of the spring, so yeah, a lot of a lot of dudes, a lot of uh, the, yeah, the majority were naked men. Yeah, he's a huge mm. sausage fest, and uh, there's one other female besides Diane. Yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, she was kind of a hippie girl, which is fine, uh, and so you know, we, we, it was just casual. No one was like pointing or I mean, I mean that's I mean, well, they're pointing. probably pointing, but yeah, probably the, pointing. Yeah, yeah. So not on purpose. No, no, just just no. because they were amazed on how hot Diane was. But so we uh, then Diane finally fulfilled one of my sexual fantasies oh, yes. later that night, where she uh, I, I, I blindfolded had, you, blindfolded first. me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what she was doing, and mm -hmm. I thought she put like a a. Uh, she also tied me up, which was great. And I thought she put a like a towel underneath, like on top of my my stomach, and then like rested my penis on. Bit. But then uh, she undid the blindfold and it was a hot dog bun. And mm -hmm. she finally fulfilled my fantasy of uh, sucking my penis while it was in a hot dog bun. And she ate the hot dog bun off my penis and it was super hot. Uh, no ketchup and mustard. Mm -hmm. and that's fine. She didn't want to bring that with us on the trip. But one thing that I did not was not aware of that I didn't think about this in my fantasy was the crumbs like they got all over the place and so but it was kind of hot because she kept on eating all the crumbs that were all over the place uh, so that was our food play fantasy we did some other stuff and it was a uh, really hot I had some really really great sex uh, it was a birthday sex so you we pulled out all the stops and we did everything and it, I was super happy and she was happy we had a great time so yeah, I totally, I satisfied. totally relate to that fantasy. Yeah, yeah, what's that? Did you have a fantasy about a hot dog bun? Well, no. It's just when you were talking about, it, I realized that one time when when we were in college, I ate six corn dogs in one sitting. <laughs> yes, at the dining halls where you could just eat as much food as you want. Yeah, and I'm thinking now that I'm back, maybe I should uh, uh, try to outdo my record. There are six, mm. so six hot uh, corn dogs is your record. I my my record, our record for having sex in one day is six times. Is it six or was five? It, was it five? Oh, maybe jerking off for me was six times in a day. That's yeah. right. Having sex together wow. with us was five times in a day. Uh, Wells, do you have a do you have a record there, Wells? I think my record for sex is four times in the four same times day. a day. Well, that's oh, pretty amazing. Good that's for you. Good. Are you checking your pulse right now, or? Uh no, this is my thinking pose. 
Okay, oh. good, good. It's just yeah. like I thought you no, were my, worried about your. My your... pulse is fine. It's good. a solid sixty-two beats per minute. Nice, very mm. nice. All right, we're gonna go on to our uh, first or our next segment. We're calling this one sex news this is a new segment of ours bringing up our sex news we got cool graphics for this that we will be explaining for those who are listening to podcasts so sex news go ahead diane according to the new york times facebook has rejected ads from 60 women's sexual health companies apparently facebook chose 60 because mark zuckerberg was rejected by 60 women before he started facebook yeah look at that Zuckerberg getting denied by a hot blonde girl. That happens. Sorry, Zuck. That's Time's what. Time's up. Time's up, Zuckerberg. Okay, so next up, we got the World Health Organization recently recognized compulsive sexual behavior disorder as an official diagnosis, but also added further clinical criteria, specifically mentioning use of pornography. Good news for Wells, because now he can have his medical insurance pay for his OnlyFans subscription. So, <laughs> I looks really happy in that picture. Yeah, look at him. He's just looking at his <laughs> that OnlyFans account. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not too shabby, Wells. Uh, yeah. How, how often do you get on OnlyFans there, Wells? Um, Never been on. No, oh, you've never been on. Oh, no. well, I, I well the picture says otherwise. Yeah, you've, you're totally into that you're OnlyFans like, right there. Looking at that screen. Yeah, do, do you pay just... money for... For porn Just like walls? I was masturbating in the bushes the other <laughs> yes, night. Yes, yes, the, oh, no, that yes. other show, the the, the card there. Uh, no Photoshop involved whatsoever. No, not at all on that one. All right, I, I see I'm in the studio and I'm yeah. looking the opposite direction of the OnlyFans as well. Ah, no, yeah. Well, you're looking. The, the screen's behind you, but you know, I think maybe there's a. It's a mirror. There's a mirror, maybe. Yeah, it looks about right. So. Oh sure. I don't know how it works, but. Who cares? So. Oh, my gosh. All right, next up. For the first time, the FDA has approved a new type of condom, which is specifically intended for anal sex and will help reduce the transmission of STIs. It's available in 54 sizes and includes a paper pattern that allows each user to find the right fit. The sizes vary from paperclip to Jason Momoa. Yeah, look at that. Look at him. He's got a little, uh, he's got a mm-hmm. bow on his penis. Is that a paperclip f- size for your penis or paperclip size for the anus? Because it's specifically well, specific well, for the anus. <laughs> well, the, uh, I, I thought the uh, the paper pattern was for your, the, your penis, penis for the condom. Yeah. They, like you, you can use the paper pattern and then you can determine which condom you want to go ahead they and They said paperclip size. How small? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's they... like a really small one. It's super small Paper. or huge. Like or Momoa. Jason Momoa, just giant. So. Oh, oh, we're talking about the length. Yeah, yeah, the size of the oh, actual I condom. Like it was oh, like do, are we saying? Girth. Are we saying Jason Momoa has a large penis or a yeah, huge? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good God! I, I think <laughs> he. I mean, I don't know about his anus, but uh, I've, I've heard penis. he has a. A huge dong. When like I watched uh, Game of Thrones with my sister, mm. we always called him horse cock. Yeah. He was yeah. So, uh, yeah. Daener- uh, uh, Amelia Clark, she said that he had a giant, giant wing, but he didn't want to actually expose his mm. penis because he didn't want to make other men feel bad on the, like obsolete on the mm. size of his penis. So, that's a shame. Yeah. I mean, he's a big man, super ripped. And so I'm sure. 
his wiener is huge, but well, I don't uh, know. If, I mean, if he does steroids, he could be doing the paperclip. That is true. Oh, that's right, that yeah. is true. What well, what I'm amazed is that the FDA has not approved a condom up until this point, and but specifically, it, it was approved for STIs for anal sex. It was. Uh, it, but they also said it is the 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 same condoms can be used to prevent uh, pregnancy and also vaginal yeah. intercourse STIs. It sounds a little bit like uh, the male and female Bic pens that were sold on Amazon. Wait, I don't know what that <laughs> what is. is. What's that? a Bic pen? You don't know about that? That's no, what was I've that? Heard of that? Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, I don't have a link to hand you. I can find it later. Mm-hmm. But but there are gender specific ballpoint pens that you can oh. buy. Got it. That's, huh. But that's not so much sexual related, just just being kind of sexist or. Yeah. And I think it mm. might be the same thing. Like, I, mm. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have vaginal sex, I'm, but I'm not I'm not sure that the condom needs to have a special different kind of like no. edge to hold on differently. Right. I think that it was approved for anal sex because of it, the actual penetration is a little more rough and so it, they found that condoms broke more when it was penetrating an anus oh. than it was a vagina so they had to make the condom more kind of rigorous and durable and so that's why there's a difference so mm-hmm. and i don't know if you go back to this picture here uh, i guess they're all just different colors but it seems like they the one male condom uh it seems it seems like they look different. It looks a know. lot like uh, the nipple on a baby bottle. It does. That's yeah. all they are. That's all they put there. They're just like, we, we don't have the budget to actually. Those can really stand up to like yeah. some rough behavior. Good God. Okay. <laughs> all right. Moving on here. So at the Beijing Olympics, which just ended, Finnish cross-country skier Remy Lindholm suffered a frozen penis after completing a 30-kilometer race in near sub-zero temperatures. After the race, Lindholm was an immediate hit on FetLife, especially among the psychrophiliacs. Psychrophilia is an arousal to cold, and FetLife, of course, is a website for anybody who has a fetish and wants to hook up with other people with that fetish. Mm. So, but can you imagine being in a race and then having your your dick freeze? Uh, that seems. And he, this, he yeah. said also this wasn't the first time it's happened. Like I don't know how he didn't get uh, frostbite and have the thing just Why fro- you fall off. Why would get some more like warming? I like they have those warmer jackets. They that, say you know? that these cross-country skiers uh-huh. they need to wear thin clothing so that they can go faster, uh-huh. and so that they're they only wear a really thin like insulator uh, layer underneath their their actual ski suit, and mm. so it's just not thick enough because he was around like it was around zero degrees with the wind chill it was almost like negative twenty, and as you can see in this picture here, oh. his whole face is frozen. Uh, just good God. I don't know. Nothing's worth a frozen no, penis. No, nothing. Nothing at all. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. but I don't know. If, you, if you're a female who really likes to uh, arousal too cold and to have a frozen dick go inside you, that might be super hot, but very painful for the man as it starts mm-hmm. to thaw out. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and move on here. So a new study finds that cycling does not affect sexual health. The study was conducted by every middle-aged dad. Yeah, mm. yeah, mammals, uh, middle-aged men in lycra—that is a real thing. 
So I, I don't know about you guys, but my dad biked a lot. But I just picture every dad just being like, what? I, this doesn't affect my sexual health. Like I, He I, doesn't want more kids. I don't, like, want, I don't no want more kids. Yeah. 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 Middle age. How can, how can it affect their, their sexual health? The middle age part affected their sexual health. <laughs> hey, my dad didn't have me till his 50s. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I, Wells, you, you mentioned your dad before. Does he actually, uh, does your dad bike at all? No, he's not very active. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, Dick, what about you? You mentioned your dad in the past. Does he bike? Uh, my, my, no, he golfs. Okay. Mm. Uh, he only thinks about biking. He, he more like golf carts. And, Got uh, it. Oh, that's yeah. fun. All he right. fell and hurt his shoulder one time, and that was uh, kind of that. Yeah, that's of the end of the, any type of exercise. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so Got moving on here. Uh, in Australian news, about 400 koalas will be vaccinated against chlamydia as part of a trial that could help in the longer-term survival of the animals. It looks like Buster Moon has been busting some moons, and so. Oh, he looks really guilty. There. Yeah, Buster Moon's the koala from Sing. Sing. It's a Sing reference. I don't yeah. know. I've never seen the movie. I've uh, seen it Diane a few times with my yeah. niece, who's yeah. five. So. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, I wow. I I thought <laughs> nobody knows who Buster. Yeah, it's like it's crickets. <laughs> There's literally crickets outside. That's all we heard. I saw, I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, good. yeah, but look Absolutely how guilty he looks with that porcupine. Like, how dare you fucking give all these koalas chlamydia, you asshole. Uh, so, but, you know, good for them or for that. that Australia's, uh, you know, finding this vaccine and helping mm -hmm. out the koala population down there. Our I didn't friends, know they had a chlamydia no, it's, I didn't either. I was I like, I, 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 I thought the humans did in yeah, Australia. Just like having a lot of sex. I didn't know it was, uh, it was apparent in other species beyond mm -hmm. humans. So, but uh, our, our friends, uh, uh, Heath and Gretchen from Heathen Down Under should know a lot about that. And, but that's it for sex news. Tune in next time for another round of sex news. So, Wells. Do we have any type of callers coming in right now? We do, oh, and we have on. an interesting one mm. uh, because we have a throuple oh. that may want to be a couple. There are two lovers, Ron and Mitchell, who both mm -hmm. have a female lover, oh. and she's decided she wants to be monogamous, and she doesn't know who to pick. Got it. Oh, hello. You're talking sex live with Chet and Diane. I am Chet. And I'm Diane. Hey! Hey. hey! Oh, there's two guys oh, here. Hello. All right, how you guys doing? Yes. Hey, that's not the first time we've heard that. <laughs> okay. Excellent. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. Uh, so, it seems like you're in this uh, situation right now that you're in a throuple, and uh, so, well, yeah. What's what's going on with your with your situation right now? Uh, and sorry, what are your names again? Well, my name is Ron. Mm-hmm. Hey, my my friends call me uh, Jackhammer. Jackhammer and <laughs> Ron. Jackhammer. Jackhammer and Ron. Okay. Yeah, but, but his so, his name is Marky. You can call him Marky if you. Mark and Ron. Really Jackhammer. He thinks he's Jackhammer every night. Hey, he is some yeah, nights. Yeah, but you know, it's, some it's, nights some you are. Just call me Jackhammer. Some nights you are. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Here's the deal. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. We are in 
a polyamorous relationship. Okay. Pretty much, there's a woman. There is a woman. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let I'll let Marky the jackhammer explain hey. really. Basically, the thing is. You know, we got a beautiful girl here, and she loves mm-hmm. herself, but she decided it's time. She wants to settle down, and she wants to be monogamous. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she, she doesn't really care which one of us it's with. She kind of wants us to just figure it out between us, between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the problem is we're basically the same fucking guy, kid. Everything we do. <laughs> it, sound, it sounds so like, like you're the exact same well, person here, so. We love <laughs> We oh, yeah. do everything you're saying, you know? We, okay. We use toilet paper. We both wipe our ass with our hands. Oh, that's a little extreme. Okay. Do you use a bidet? We both pump, we both... No, okay. just, uh, you just rinse it and go. Rinse that's your hand and go. Pretty gross. Okay. No. <laughs> so, all right. What, what else? Uh, you guys like the double mint gum happen. commercial here? You're just like, we'll put in the stick of gum at the same time and just ride tandem bat- bicycles and stuff? Or... Yep, you totally yeah, but you no. can't with like a, with a, with a woman between us, though. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, a woman. so you have a female uh, thruple partner, a truple. I don't. I guess uh, no. Yes, uh, yeah. I know. We need our expert. Thruple. Yeah. Uh, and so you're. She needs to now pick between the two of you because she only wants to settle down with one of you, right? Oh, she just is like, you guys figure it out because you guys are exactly the same. Are you brothers or no? You just are really good friends. No, if we were brothers, that that bring this relationship to a whole nother level. But oh, that was no, weird. I've tasted weird. his penis. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, being a bisexual man, I... I I thought we were all in love, so I don't know how easy it's for her to say, mm-hmm. you know, just you guys pick, because I feel like I would probably give her better everything than him, although nope. he usually picks ah! up the check. He usually picks up the check. Oh, so he he's, up the, he's check. the supporter of the thruple? Okay, Jack Hammer. I feel like I would give her a better, just a, a better overall experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know? Really? I, yeah, I'm just the more likable of the two. I mean, we're very much alike, but if you take the good parts of him, uh, I'm like the good part, and then he's like all the bad parts. <laughs> I'm the bad part. So uh, no, I don't. I don't agree with that. But, hmm. but you guys would not I be in a relationship a with each other, qualities. right? Yeah. Have you ever thought about you just a bigger penis than me? <laughs> Wait, wait. So have you thought about just I mean, having her just not be part of this and just have if you if you guys are in love, why not just have you be together mm-hmm. and just I, you could either uh, just you stay know, together or find another female that's interested in being a throuple. You know, I'm not gonna lie. There's been times where you know we've messed been around a lot and on each other's eyes. You know what I mean? And. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've spent many nights together when she without her. But the thing is, she brings some element to it. But I think there's a lot of testosterone going on, and I love getting the jackhammer. Trust me, every night. I'm <laughs> sticking between my legs when I sleep. Trust me, I will hold that hammer. <laughs> there's room enough for both of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really large. Yeah. Okay, that makes nice. sense. It's, 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 
But I mean, you you guys, I mean, you, you, you obviously called in to try to get some advice here. Uh, we would like to help you out in some way. Uh, so you, you don't want to have, uh, a relationship with just the two of you. So it's either you guys go off and find somebody else and let her live her life in a monogamous relationship. Hopefully she can find somebody else or uh, you guys just have to find a way to pick. Uh, you can do a pro and cons list is yeah, what I do a like lot. A even with this relationship I did. Oh, and good. you just go down the line. What are the pros? Mm-hmm. What are the cons? And whichever one is bigger, you keep that one. Yeah. So you did that with Chet? Of course, I did it with every relationship I was ever in. Yeah, all the females she slept with, and yeah, everybody. Somehow I went out. Go ahead. No, if I'm allowed to chime in here, I just feel that if if both of you uh, wipe yourself with your hand, that's kind of like a trump card that really indicates (laughs) that you're meant for each other. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like double mint gum. I mean, uh, wait a minute. We want, like, did you tell you like we wipe our asses with our hand? Is that something that I missed at the beginning of this? Oh yeah, that's, that's, what, uh, that's what, what you, you guys said, said right in the beginning. I don't do that. I feel I like that he did. I, I mean, we're just so There's much a lot going on right now. No, you're a dirty bastard. I don't do that. I don't wipe. No, my we're hand, we're my exactly half, my half, We do everything exactly alike. Got it. Yeah, we do. We actually except for do. agree on how you wipe your we ass. We love all the same things. Uh-huh. Well, I'm a freaking. I guess you're a dirty bastard. And Neither of us take showers. We fun and we have a like a nice funk about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's so true. we don't take showers. Yeah. Does she? Person. Does she enjoy? Uh, you know, bathed men, or does she not? Or she? She seems... loves how hairy I am. I mean, she loves mm. how hairy I am. That might win me over, actually. All right. I think I'm probably more suited to her because she loves the hairy chest. She loves my beard. It's true. It's true. A provider does need to be hairy. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, so, you'll probably get less ex with a woman just because of how we're wired. Yeah. Uh, really? I, I, I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, you guys should just focus on each other if you're so alike and you're so happy to be together. I, I really feel that you should just let this one, let her go free. You know, if she wants to be monogamous Bobby, and you guys you, don't, then uh, have her. Honestly, have her yeah. kick rocks or what? Honestly, I, I'm I, I, I'm just getting I'm feeling like a lot of judgment over the the the, the ass wiping thing from him. Yeah, it's and, it's, uh, a, it's a I'm not gonna. Just, you know, I'm, there was a pandemic and a yeah, toilet paper shortage. It's not I too long ago. Right. But you know. You know, listen, we got to preach good sanitary wor- uh, beads here. So, and it might uh, it might be your lucky day because I just learned about a new product. It's like this uh, uh, baby bottle nipple material kind of condom for for people whose monikers would be like jackhammer. I would think it's mm-hmm. it's designed for people who kind of self describe themselves that way. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just you, you learn I, I something new about your partners every day. I mean, it's been so long since I've been able to use protection, so that's... Oh, yeah, we don't use protection. Oh, that's not good. I love it when my Well, I guess if it's just between you two yeah. and you're monogamous, but it seems like polyamorous means that you are, uh, that you need to be more, like, it, poly means many, and so, you know, you have, to, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, is it, are, are you guys open to being uh, with other people? Because... 
I mean, we've had other girls. We've had other guys. I, I love black guys, to be honest. I love when we bring a black guy in. He he doesn't like it that much. Mitchell. I mean, he loves not not because the guy's black, but he can't handle a guy having a bigger dick than him. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, not, are we gonna be honest now? I'm just saying that. I mean, it doesn't race doesn't really determine the size of your penis. It's and it's. Uh, yeah, it's not a given. Not yeah, that's a, true, that's a true statement. Right? I know. I'm not. On any, so any given day, my dick goes toe to toe with anybody. Okay, good. You are good. a hammer. I, I mean, um, penis size is actually it's it's all over the place. It, there's no rhyme or reason of uh, how anybody's made or built that they have a large penis. Uh, you could be this little guy with a huge dick. You could be a big guy with a little teeny penis. Wasn't what Wells should know about that because the locker room. Yeah, Wells is a big uh, locker room connoisseur of penises. Is that correct, Wells? That's absolutely correct. There's yeah. no rhyme or reason whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. none. Well, so. I mean, I wasn't but, trying to bring any race card or anything. Oh, it's all right. I'm just saying that there are, there are true stereotypes. There, there are mm-hmm. true stereotypes, and I like a big black penis. Okay. Well, I mean, if that's mm-hmm. your that that's what you're into, then there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Mitchell's is tanned. Mitchell Maki is tanned. So he, he tans just his penis? He puts his penis in, like, a UV light, or...? <laughs> no, I just think it's, it's like uh, if it's you ever see one of those UV lights for cleaning your phone, I just stick my dick in there. All right, if that's uh, I would be that cautious of that. That skin's not really made for uh, long exposure of sun. Uh, you can gain a lot no, of vitamin no. D from that, but you can also damage your skin cells very quickly. So be cautious of that. So uh, I, have well, a, I have a very very rich. Good. Uh, well, All I right, hope you guys is, have. Guys. We pointed you in the right direction here, uh, and I really hope that you can figure this out. Ultimately, just putting the button on everything is. You guys seem perfect for each other. You should really just focus on each other, and 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 don't. Uh, you don't want to. If somebody wants to settle down and change their ways, and you're not into it, the best thing to do is just say, you know what, I'm not what you want, and. I feel that we would be better off if you were just, you know, you want to think about her needs and you want to think what would make her the most happiest. And there's no sense of just keeping her around just so you can figure things out. It just, she, you know, we're, life doesn't go backwards. It only goes forward. We only, we don't get any younger. And so if she needs to move on and hopefully she can find the right person that she wants to settle down with if you guys want to continue to be in a polyamorous relationship or be with each other then i feel that's your best course so hopefully you guys can figure this out and have a good night thank you so much i'm a big fan of the show and i I problem all right i think that you kind of did i even come out of the other room now and let's give me that hammer Oh, the hammer. He's in the other room. He's in the other room right now. I want that thing. Got hey, it. Thank you, guys. Well, no problem. We'll thank stay you, safe, Doc. sane, and consensual, you. fellas. Thanks, there. Diane. Have a good night. Thank you. All right. Hey, listen. You guys have a wonderful evening. Okay. You too. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye. All right. Hmm. Wow. Okay. That was that was quite the marathon there. Um, it's a little hard to. Dick, what are your final thoughts on that? If they're starting just to be more of just more of a gay couple than actually like polyamorous, and uh, it seems like they were fit for each other, would you agree with that or no? 
Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like the, the whole confusion around the, the wiping was more of a front. Uh, he was nervous. Really I think he was yeah, nervous of being on, on TV. Yeah, I didn't sense, and I didn't sense anything that indicated they should be anywhere but with each other. And they're dating yeah. a woman, you know. And I'm slightly biased, right? I know I'm mm -hmm. slightly biased, but but they're dating a woman who who was tr literally trying to split them up. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an indicator of jealousy. Mm -hmm. And and you know they knew each other before they knew her, and so I think they should stick it stick it together. Yeah, it like seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's probably some woman who would find their that type of uh, person attractive, but two of them, maybe. maybe. Maybe there's a woman out there who would find both of these people attractive. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I think it would be a little difficult. Uh, we never asked where they were from. Maybe it's different in their neck of the woods there. But, yeah, uh, Wells... Um, do you have any stats about any of this? Uh, I wish we had Peter on. I he would be do. able to guide his polyamorous, mm -hmm. but go go ahead. I do. We've had uh, one major study about polyamory in Frontiers in Psychology. It had about 3,400 people in it. They found about one in nine people had tried a polyamorous relationship. Mm -hmm. One in six wanted to. But what really caught my eye is that out of those who had been polyamorous, we have three different categories. 30.4% said they would do it again. 21.1% said they were too possessive to cope. And 32.8% said the emotional side of the arrangement was too tricky to navigate. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It is true. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. we, we ask Peter this all the time when he's on the show, like, how do you do it? Like, because having an emotional relationship with one person, I feel is, is enough. Uh, but to have it with six or two or mm. 12 or three yeah. Uh, yeah my roommate jason the guy you know in the, in the, the guy at your bottom bunk which i don't see bunk, uh, so wait, wait there's only one bed oh there it is okay sorry yeah. sorry you yeah, guys I, I sleep i sleep on that bed get left off the beds got it yeah. yeah we don't we don't want to do like the top bunk like it's just mm -hmm. awkward when we start making jokes like that in the dorm mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh uh he he's dating three different women and he's not in a polyamorous relationship but he's dating three different women mm -hmm. And even then, that's stressing him out because he's not sure what he's supposed to do. But he likes all of them differently. Mm, he's not mm -hmm. sure what he's supposed to do because at some point he needs to choose because it's unfair to the others potentially. And yeah, I think that's hard enough. And now try actually having a relationship mm -hmm. with all. Mm -hmm. So um, this is something that I just more of my uh, curiousness. Uh, so men and women they do this when they date multiple people uh how, how is it in the uh, the gay dating world with uh with men is it the same basically or are are, are there more polyamorous relationships well i mean i guess is there multiple um i mean with just dating do you find that there's strictly that you're just dating and you you just have fun with as many people as you want or is it more just like you have solid relationships with several guys or is it there are just people who are like serial monogamous mm -hmm. uh, but for the most part you know i think the gay culture being being that it's separated by its gayness right mm -hmm. that's the thing that kind of separates it out is is there's a currency of sex mm -hmm. i think there that might work itself out over time as acceptance comes higher but people 
you know, in a small town, everybody knows who everybody else slept with. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's just this phase that people go through. Young kids move to the city and they explode and they just end up like having sex with everybody until they kind of figure out what it is they really want in life. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't hang out in, you know, straight sex circles, mm-hmm. uh, right? But I would assume that it's a little bit, a little bit more prevalent to just kind of test the waters out in, in the gay universe before figuring out what it is that makes you happy. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would picture that if I was uh, to in, indulge in the whole gay community. Uh, Wells, do we have another caller coming in? We do, and this one's going to be interesting. This mm. person, they're a doctor, they work in pathology, and they're afraid it's affecting their sex life. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. Hello. You're talking sex live with Chet and Diane. I am Chet. I'm Diane. And uh, is this, uh, you said Dr. TJ, is that correct? Dr. TJ Malfi. Yes, yes. How does this evening find you two tonight? I'm doing very well. Very nice, yes. Um, you You have a very different question that I don't think we've tackled before. So you're saying that you see a lot of, I guess, like cadavers and like naked cadavers, and now you are not turned on by uh, looking at a naked body. Uh, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I'm a forensic pathologist down in Meridale, about a stone's throw away from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, okay. Wow. And, uh, yes, I've I've seen many bodies and in my 15 years of practice and and i'm saying it's affected my personal life okay uh are you currently seeing anybody are you single or what what's your personal like life like right now i'm currently single but um i'm on the dating apps i'm on uh gosh tinder and match and hinge and tinge and cringe i Tinge and cringe. I've heard of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, have you found yourself with uh, a partner? Uh, I mean, gay, straight, or female, male, or with a female partner? Or? I dabble. I uh, you know, I dabble in the female persuasion, but okay. um, no judgment on my part. No, not at all. Uh, uh, so, when you see a naked female body, you you it just doesn't make you turned on. Is that what you're trying to say? That's correct. That's mm. correct. I, I, uh, uh, how can I say this? I feels like I'm back at work. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would suggest. Have you, do you get turned on? Have you found any kinks? Have you ex, have you uh, experimented at all? Has any female, uh, like there's other things that they can wear that is not. Uh, pure naked that lingerie. they lingerie or just like a like a leather. latex fetish mm-hmm. like leather like Diane said uh, she can dress up in like different a outfits maybe yeah are you turned on by some of your coworkers but you don't I mean you're I assume you're a gentleman you're a southern gentleman so you'll never like actually ask them out or maybe that. Uh, somebody could just dress up mm-hmm. like a nurse or something like that. A uh, costume play. Yeah, I mean. Well, what... I, ha- I have a bit of a I have a bit of a confession to make. Uh, mm-hmm. I've always found that uh, golden bikini from the them Star Wars films. Oh quite, yeah. 
quite a Princess Leia, but or I, even never, James I've Bond. Never yeah, to, I've never tried to, to to blend that into my sex life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can get on FetLife, like we mentioned in the beginning of the show. There's different kinks. Um, I, I sw- I'm sure there's probably some. It sounds terrible, but I'm sure there's some kinks about dead bodies. Like I, just people turned on by people being dead. It's, I mean, I don't want to judge anybody with uh, with kinks. We we don't kink shame here. I mean, whatever's making somebody or or a fetish, uh, whatever's making somebody turned on. Um, well, that's just necrophilia. I wouldn't say necrophilia is having sex with a dead body. That's. Um, I mean, oh, there's Lord, certain, I would never. I would yeah, there's certain things that are that are wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are, I mean, we we go by the BDSM guidelines of safe, sane, and consensual, and so having sex with a dead body is not exactly consensual. Uh, also, it's not very sane either because no, it's, but he doesn't have that problem. You don't have that problem, so we don't have to worry about I, that. I believe I have the opposite problem. Yes, I'm, it's uh, a turnoff for you. Quite to have, a turnoff for me. Yeah, quite a turnoff. So you, you, I mean, is it more of like a PTSD symptom that when you see a naked woman's body, it, it, you immediately think about dead bodies. And so it just, it makes you go super limp. I go limp and I start, gosh, I feel guilty. I, Mm. I create a, create a wall between us. But, uh, uh, as I said, I'm, Oh, go ahead, Dick. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to cut you off on, on your flow. I was just the the golden bikini uh, kind of stopped me in my tracks because I was going to go down a different path with you because I thought, you know, maybe you could find solace in the furry community because that yeah. is human, but human in animal form. So you can get that intimacy, but you don't actually have to think about. Uh, the fact that it's a person, yeah, and you can use that to maybe uh, slowly work your way into the human form. Yeah, Do, mm-hmm. are you aware of furries at all? Just people dressing up like different animals. I haven't. I haven't heard of these furries. No, please, yeah. please explain. So a furry is just somebody who likes to dress up like an animal. Uh, horses are common. Cats, dogs. You just dress up, uh, and then you have sex like that. There's some people who like are full-time furry almost there's conventions of furry like there's fur full-on furry conventions where people dress up and sometimes furries they're not sexual either they they go to these conventions and they just feel free when they dress up as an animal as opposed to being human so but of course it is it is a fetish it is a, a kink that people get turned on by having sex with other people dressed up as some type of animal, uh, I would suggest highly just to explore, just figure out. I, I, and, and I hate giving this recommendation, but, you know, get on Pornhub and start watching different types of porns that uh, you, and, and see what actually turns you on. Because if naked bodies aren't doing it for you, then hopefully maybe there's something else out there that will actually do it. Uh, Diane, do you have any suggestions? I think you covered pretty much. Oh, hmm. Okay. I I think I'll give that a try. I I like the idea of huh. being with something a little less human and yeah, exactly. Slowly working back, slowly towards the human form. 
Yeah, uh, fetishes are, they're often triggered from some experience that happened in adolescence or childhood that has shaped your sexual identity. And so it's not something to be ashamed of, but I, I, I'm i trying to just, just chat with you just from what you've been saying. It seems like I don't think you have any besides this whole golden... Uh, bikini which is something that you can explore maybe there uh you are aroused by some type of metal there i'm there's got to be a, a fetish to arousal to metal out there uh wells can you look do you have you found that or uh arousal to metal yeah i don't it's got to be like metalphilia or, uh, they're all just like greek words they just take the greek word of whatever the thing is that you're aroused to and then add a philia to it it's mainly just what these fetishes well, are philia in greek is whether it's friendship or friendship or love or kisses mm -hmm. yeah uh, philia got it but uh i i I hope we got you on the right path there. It, it, it does sound like mean, we want everybody to be happy and experience uh, great sexual gratification. And it, it seems like you are looking for the right thing that will turn you on. But uh, I highly suggest if you're on uh, some type of dating app that maybe you get on FetLife or... Uh, Dick, what what type of uh, dating apps have have you been on where people are more open to more fetishes and whatnot? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, well, there's, I mean, there's websites. FetLife is good. Recon is another mm -hmm. uh, fetish website for actual dating apps. Um, a lot. I mean, a lot of them are for the type of sex you want to have versus. Mm -hmm fetish oriented there's one that's called the league mm -hmm. which uh can be very expensive to use it, there's different levels it can cost up to a thousand dollars to have wow it. but wow. It, mm. it creates a happy hour like a happy hour concept for professionals so people who are looking for love and uh while it's not fetish related you know it's a group thing where you might be able to just kind of socialize with other people who have needs and, and find and find who you're looking for in in that sense and, um yeah, tj yeah. It seems like you have a lot of money that you would be into something like that what what was the name of the website again there dick it's it's an app called the league the league and it can it, there's different levels of that and it could cost a lot of money based on how high you want to get up on yeah huh well uh tj hopefully well i'm writing this down the league the, the league. league yeah not so the much league. the 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 show on on fx with uh, Harry Shearer, but uh, more of an app. Um, and also there's another one called Lex, L-E-X, and that, mm -hmm. one's, uh, that one's based less on looks and more on, on the content of your character. They focus oh, on wow. the things you say before worrying about what you look like. So if, Interesting. if like the visual of a naked body is the thing that's turning you off, then maybe you should focus more on the words and the thoughts of the person. That's mm -hmm. a great idea because, like I was saying, when oh, we first started, that. yeah, like when we first started chatting, I, I was saying that, like, since I'm exposed to so many naked bodies all the time, that sex can be somewhat of a turnoff. But when mm -hmm. I'm around Diane, since I'm so much in love with her, every time I see her naked, it's a completely different experience for me. So this this website, it seems like it would more have a deeper connection where you can actually start. 
uh, having some type of an emotional type of connection and that will actually turn you on before you see the naked body and as, as soon as you see yeah. her naked then then actually that'll you'll you'll be turned on the most attractive person i've ever dated was not the actual most physically attractive person i've ever dated mm, very beautiful you get that, that other level that is beautiful that is beautiful oh thank you well dr tj i hope we steered you in the right direction there and pointed you the, down the path of having great sexual gratification. Uh, please stay safe and uh, sane and consensual and have a good night. Well, thank you very much. You've given me a roadmap and uh, uh, you have a pleasant evening. Perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, Wells, have is there any type of statistics that you've found that are anything close to this? This is such a, an, I mean, I don't want to say strange or odd. This is just more different than anything we've ever had to deal with before. Is there anything close to this that you can pull up? I haven't found any data on this, but mm -hmm. I will say that it's, it's fairly normal that he feels that way. Huh. Um, mm -hmm. Because that he's sort of repulsed by death rather than, having that have some sort of excitement for him because if mm -hmm. it did it would mean he's a psychopath so i would yeah, say he's probably yeah. a, a very he's on the right path yeah human being yeah and he he probably just needs therapy uh to deal with what this career has done to him perhaps mm -hmm. he's too sensitive to be a pathologist maybe i mean it does seem like there, there's gotta be some type of mental aspect with ptsd i always thought that being around dead people or morgues or or being any type of uh kind of the, like the CSI type of, you know, crime scene where you have to constantly look at very gruesome deaths and murders. And it's like, that's got to take a toll on you. Mm. You're, you, you, if it doesn't, your, your brain's just wired differently. I don't want to say that you're, you're, you're strange or odd or anything. It's just, you're just slightly different. Like your brain's got to be able to be, have capable of taking that on consistently without having affect your other like your normal life I, I i don't know what that's like i've never seen a dead body oh well i've seen i've seen a, a like a funeral dead body um but other than that nothing gruesome and nothing to the point where that's all you see when you see a naked person so very interesting stuff mm -hmm. uh dick any final thoughts there my old friend uh i mean i think that I think that he's on the right path given well, we're using the word path a lot for a pathologist. Yeah, <laughs> psychopath pathologist. Path, 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 path. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're on a weird path with this, yeah. but but I th I think you know, I, I share the sentiment that that I would be more concerned if he were like ravaging women because of his connection to work. I, you know, mm -hmm. he has to learn to disassociate. And I think he has some good options there. I think maybe that Lex app, that might be the best. The furry thing was a little bit out there for me, mm -hmm. but I thought, you know, what can you do to ease yourself into it, to find value in the person before you worry about their body? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's true. That is, uh, is interesting. So with, with love, it's, it's all, it's chemical. It's not so much physical. It is something that happens inside your brain. And if, uh, you love someone, tell them every day that you love them. 
Uh, we're going to go ahead and end the show right there because uh, uh, Dick, you seem a little distraught. No, no, no. That, that's perfect because James is waiting for me to take the hanger off the door. So. Got it. Got it. You don't do the sock on the door? Or? No. Oh, it's just... Did they sock? No. Sock, I, sock, sock is for, for sex or no? I thought hanger was for, well, I mean, whatever. I thought hanger was for sex, but I, I, I mean, I don't think you would understand if I put a sock on the door. I don't know. I, I thought it thought, was sock too. I thought it was sock, but I, I, maybe I'm just thinking of penis when you like with the red hot chili peppers putting socks <laughs> on their dicks, but which is somewhat fun, but just doesn't do anything. I've, I've tried that a few times. Well, if it's sock, sock on, on the door, then he might be very confused about what this is a, a symbol of. Maybe he thinks it's a gay thing. I don't know. That's uh, all right. Well, uh, I need to go down and see you before you leave uh, Hedrick Hall there. Hedrick uh, Hall, yeah, yeah. Uh, third floor. Third floor, okay. Mm -hmm. We're going to check it out. Wells, thank you so much again for uh, being on tonight. I appreciate all of your stats. You are fantastic. And as always, please stay safe out there, everybody. We are Chet and Diane. Please give us a like on YouTube or write us a review on podcast or follow us on Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter Twitch. Uh, what are also we TikTok. on TikTok, uh, Under YouTube, Throwdown. Thank you very much, Throwdown Comedy. Have a good night, everybody. Please stay safe, sane, and consensual, and do your best to uh, love one another out there. All right. Good night. <laughs>